0: From St. Louis Public Radio, this is St. Louis on the Air.
1: Surely within the parameters of the First Amendment right to free speech is the right to say, I'm poor, will you give me money? When the, when the county council wrote the ordinance exempting themselves from the licensing requirement, they were doomed. And a politician could stand on a street corner saying, I'm with a sign, I'm running for county council. I'm a good person. Please give me money for my campaign. And that's okay without a license. But Robert Fernandez seeking money for food and shelter is not okay. That, that doomed them.
2: I'm Sarah Fenske. On Tuesday, attorney Beavis Shock got some good news. His client, a local homeless man named Robert Fernandez, had been awarded $150,000. And on top of that, Shock and his co-counsel were awarded $138,515. Now their win is St. Louis County's loss. And joining us to explain what happened and how is attorney Beavis Shock. Beavis, welcome back.
1: Thank you, Sarah. Great to be on the show today.
2: So, Beavis, you filed this lawsuit on behalf of Robert Fernandez in 2019. Remind us, who is this guy?
1: Robert Fernandez uh, grew up in South City, went to Melville High School. Like a lot of people, never got into the flow of uh, owning a house, being stable, uh, going to a job every day at 9 sharp, showing up on time. That wasn't Robert's deal, and he... uh, follows his own drummer. He's been homeless for many years. I think he occasionally gets a place to stay for a while. Uh, So what happened to him was uh, he decided the way to get money was to be one of those people on a street corner. And his corner was northbound 55 exit at Lindbergh, way down in South County. And he, here's an amusing part. He always said, let me tell you, the people coming up from Jefferson County are much more generous than those St. Louis city people. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. And, uh, so that was kind of his, his spot. And I think among the homeless who do that begging type thing, there's a little honor among thieves and they, and they respect each other's place. That was Robert's place. <laughs> well, that, that, that's what he did. And, uh, and so then he began getting tickets, which, uh, the tickets were, were terrible. I mean, they were tickets for being a vagrant, Tickets for soliciting without a license. Uh, tickets for for just begging from the street.
2: And, and there were a he, lot of these. I mean, he was cited oh, oh, 64 only times. 60,
1: only 64 tickets. And it's, but, but interestingly, as we'll go through today, I'll tell you, a lot of those tickets were after we filed the lawsuit. The judge said to cut that out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he had been in a little trouble in the past. And he had a public defender and her name, well, I won't tell you her name, but she was a, a, a very good attorney and helped him in his problems. And then she got a job with a big, fancy law firm downtown. Hmm. I won't tell you who she is, but it's called Greensfelter. Hmm. This is the place where they wear suspenders and the fancy pink shirts and handle giant bond deals for Emerson Electric and stuff. And uh, he goes on the Internet, and since she had a representative when she was a public defender... Uh, he called her and found her, and she said, "I can't do it, Robert. It's not my thing anymore. Mm-hmm. But we'll call be the shock in Hugh Eastwood and try to and and, and they will help." And so he called me, and I heard the story, and I was incredulous of two things. The first and most important thing I was incredulous about was that in St. Louis County, you could get a ticket for begging without a license. Mm-hmm. My hair stood up. I mean, That doesn't make any sense. Surely, within the parameters of the First Amendment right to free speech is the right to say, I'm poor, will you give me money? Mm
0: -hmm. Which
1: is all Robert does. He stands there with a sign. And then I was amazed that in that set of laws, the ordinances, they're called, of St. Louis County, you can be a vagrant and get arrested for being a vagrant. So Hugh and I began researching the law. And we filed this big federal lawsuit saying, hey, St. Louis County, these ordinances are invalid under the Constitution of the United States. They violate the right to free speech. See, in the vagrancy thing, it's, it's real unclear what meets the standard to be a vagrant. Mm-hmm. That's part of the problem. And so it's, it's, it's unconstitutionally vague. What is a vagrant? How poor do you have to be? Do you have to have crummy clothes?
2: Uh, what's, what's that? Yeah, I mean, some yeah. of the language in here, you know, every person found tramping or wandering around from place to place. You can see how that's maybe a bit vague.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, when I get home and I'm tired and I'm walking in my garden with my beautiful uh, wife's efforts to make pretty flowers, am I walking from place to place aimlessly? <laughs> well, I sort of am.
2: <laughs> the county could come I'm, get you. Come
1: get me because I'm, I'm just tired and trying to recover from the day. It's hard work. Anyway, uh, we filed this big lawsuit and, uh, and and cranked it up, and the county decides that they're going to put on the full court defense. I mean, hmm. they did they did everything. They filed pleadings. They should have just said, "Okay, we give up." Yeah, <laughs> because because when we do what Hugh Eastwood and I do a, a civil rights case, we get to play for attorneys' fees as well as damages for our clients, and and. It, do you want to know briefly the source of that, why that's in the law? Because it's pretty interesting.
2: Well, sure, yeah.
1: Okay, so the way the deal is, when the Congress passed the Civil Rights Act, they figured out that a lot of people whose constitutional rights would be violated would be people disfavored in society, like prisoners, like homeless people. And uh, and so if, if there wasn't a way to compensate competent counsel, then the poor people wouldn't get counsel at all because there'd be no way to do a contingency. I mean, if the, mm-hmm. if the jury comes in and it's fine to have some prisoner who would, didn't get his bologna sandwich for five days and wants to sue for a constitutional violation, even if that were a constitutional violation, they're not going to give the prisoner any money. I mean, he's a schmuck. He's a prisoner. And, uh, and so you get your attorney's fees at full market rates, on top of whatever the client gets.
2: So the judge, I mean, basically, uh, they they want to encourage people to take on these lawsuits.
1: They want to encourage competent counsel. And and, and, and I don't know if I'm competent or not, but we we did get our full rates in this case. And the judge wrote that we we briefed well, the county briefed well, everybody did a good job. And uh, that's the end of that. But And most importantly
2: Um, here, I mean, the judge says that St. Louis County violated Robert Fernandez's First Amendment rights. Tell us how that works. I mean, they had this ordinance that said you have to get a license in order to be out there soliciting on these these highly trafficked intersections. Um, How is that a First Amendment violation to say that you have to just apply for this license and then you can go do it? Just
1: think about what it means to live in a country with free speech and then think can the government ask for a license to speak mm-hmm. see we say standing there with a sign is a form of speech the sign itself says something like homeless anything helps god bless that's what his sign says
2: mm-hmm.
1: how can you how can you make somebody get a license to say that 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 just doesn't make any sense at all
2: yeah, and I was also struck by the fact that if somebody is there for representing for a political cause, they don't have to get this license. the The way this ordinance is written is saying his speech is is maybe less important or less valuable than other kinds of speech.
1: Well, that was uh, that was the best part of the case of all. the uh, The uh, when 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 the, when the county council wrote the ordinance exempting themselves from the licensing requirement, they were doomed. Because there's this idea in the law of what's called content neutral. Hmm. For exa- There's a big case about signs out of Arizona and the whole thing kind of came down to the fact that the city could regulate the size of the sign but if they're going to give a permit they can't examine the content of the sign and decide well we like this content but we don't like that content. It has to be what's called content neutral. Hmm. So. When the, when the county council wrote that a politician could stand on a street corner saying, I'm with a sign, I'm running for county council, I'm a good person, please give me money for my campaign, and that's okay without a license, but Robert Fernandez seeking money for food and shelter is not okay. That, that doomed them because it's not content neutral. And it was also funny to write the, all the briefs about that and tor- to torture those poor politicians for being the jerks that they are.
2: You know, there were, there were some other little chestnuts in this judge's decision here. Uh, the county had tried to make the case that they were doing this to keep people safe, but it turned out they had evidence of just two accidents, two car accidents involving solicitations. And one was a child who was out there soliciting for a youth team who, quote, stepped off a median, stumbled and struck a vehicle side mirror. The fact that this was all they could come up with, did they kind of make your case that this wasn't really about safety?
1: Well, that's, of course, 100 percent correct. Although, let me emphasize, the government has the right to regulate traffic safety, and it should. Mm-hmm. And one of the persons who they're regulating the safety for is Robert Fernandez. They don't They don't say, well, uh, the person who's standing on the street is irrelevant because they're choosing to do something unsafe. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. They they're interested in the safety of everybody. And it, and it kind of goes down like this, Sarah, if they have a regulation that says you can't step off the curb to get the money, then that would effectively silence his speech, right? Because the only way he can get money is if a person rolls down their window, sticks their hand out he steps off the curb and grabs the dollar, mm-hmm. or hopefully the 10 or $20. And uh, so they can't stop you from just stepping off the curb. But if they passed a law that said you can't wander in traffic, you can't be out there when the traffic is moving, there's all this sort of red light, green light stuff, uh, that would be, I think, completely constitutional as long as it was content neutral. But <clears throat> that's not what that's not what this one was. It wasn't ever about safety. And you think about that in terms of not just those politicians. We didn't have any examples of politicians standing on the side of the street. But we do have old newsboys day. Hmm. And we do have that thing at, at Labor Day when all the firemen stand out with their boots and get money for muscular dystrophy. That's okay, right? Because we like those people. They're honored people in the city. They're people of status. It's okay for them to stand in the street. But, of course, that. As soon as you start thinking about that at all, you realize that there's no difference between the fireman or the old newsboy and Robert Fernandez in terms of their position with their right to speak and ask for money.
2: It's interesting. The county police had testified that they get three to four complaints, sometimes daily, about Mr. Fernandez being there at, at this intersection. And some of these complaints were pretty interesting. There's one quoted in the judge's decision where the caller said, I can't even take my kids to a baseball game in the city because of all the homeless beggars. I'll be damned if they're going to start invading St. Louis County. When you were on the show discussing this case a year ago, you said this is a moral issue. Does that attitude point towards the reason why?
1: Well, I can tell you that it's my opinion that there's a very tiny percentage of the people who feel that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that everybody in America gets up in the morning and hates black people and hates homeless people. We all get along. Ninety nine percent of us do. There are some lunatics. I mean, don't forget who 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 has enough time to call the county about Robert Fernandez. Why don't you just drive by? You don't want to give him any money. Don't give him any money. It's yeah. up to you. I mean it's just silly. And I and I, w- w- the mystery is why the county would bring that to the attention of the judge.
2: <laughs> I was going to say that's that's not their best argument right there. That was not that was not a winner for them
1: uh at all. Uh so that was kind of amusing. Um but his uh it, let's talk a little bit about about sort of Robert's life and what this means for him. I mean a lot of people say, that homeless wretch ought to get a job. I work my buns off. And how come he's getting 30 cents? I, I figured it out. There are about six or 700,000 people in St. Louis County, I'm guessing. And so everybody's in for 30 cents to Robert Fernandez, <laughs> uh, uh, which if you work, and I work in St. Louis County, I'm paying bills around here. Uh, that That's kind of irritating. Uh, on the other hand, um, the county did him wrong. Mm-hmm. They kept. They kept stopping him. They kept. He was arrested four times, locked up. Um, he's entitled to his money. I hope it makes his life better. I don't. I mean, I've represented a lot of very poor people, a lot of homeless people, a lot of uh, the bottom five percent of society, and I've handed them big checks in my life, and usually it doesn't help them very much because uh, mm-hmm. they. They don't really know how to handle money, but maybe maybe Robert will do better. I, I hope he does. I hope I hope he's got a woman in his life and I hope they achieve stability. That would be great.
2: Well, so Beavis, this ruling came down on Tuesday. Do you know if St. Louis County could still appeal this or if they're going to cut your client a check?
1: I don't know. Um, I've actually got a call on my desk to call the county counselors working on this thing. I don't know whether they're going to pay it or appeal. It's a very strong opinion from the judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know whether they will see it differently. They 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 have to form their own opinions about it. Whether and and their desire to attack. See, I think very honestly, Sarah, this was dr- this was driven by the constituents of some of these county councilmen who called and said, "We don't like homeless people. We don't like being being harassed in our cars." There's a thing called aggressive begging. And aggressive begging can be regulated. So let's say a person is walking down a street and a homeless person gets real close to them and shouts at them and won't take no for an answer. That's aggressive begging. and You get arrested for that. And I I think that sounds fair. Mm -hmm. But, But when a person is just standing there walking down the sidewalk next to the traffic with a sign, hoping somebody will catch their eye, wave them over for a few bucks, I don't think that's aggressive begging. So it's different.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think the county councilman whose constituents were upset really were on the wrong track. I mean, it's, it's not like homelessness is going away, poor people going away. What, what's the line? with The poor will always be with us. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's true. That's 100 percent true. And some people think the government ought to take care of them. Somebody think some people think the government shouldn't take care of any of them. Let's be charity or nobody should take care of them. I don't know. That's a that's a policy question. That's. That's something that we're not here to answer today. What we do have to understand is that our constitutional system depends on the government respecting the constitutional rights of all citizens. That's, that's the sine qua non, that's Latin for without which none, uh, uh, that, that's the basis of our entire way of life as a community.
2: Bevis, I had just one last question for you. Early on in this lawsuit, the county agreed to stop enforcing that vagrancy ordinance that we talked about earlier. And that's after the judge issued a preliminary injunction. I know there was some talk of repealing it. There was talk there might be a permanent injunction. Uh, you know, the judge struck down these soliciting ordinances. But where do things stand with the vagrancy ordinance?
1: He, he's 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 he issued a what's called a preliminary injunction against the vagrancy right away. I mean, that happened two years ago. Mm-hmm. So Robert never got any more tickets for being a vagrant, and nobody in St. Louis County ever is going to get another ticket for being a so vagrant. So that is
2: not currently being enforced thanks to this lawsuit.
1: Well, yeah. he The judge, in these lawsuits, the judge can make a preliminary ruling, which he did at the beginning on the vagrancy issue, holding his decision on the other points. Uh, and then in the, his, his ruling Tuesday, he... He said, that's it for the vagrancy. And he entered, entered what's called a permanent injunction oh, okay. subject to an appeal, subject to an appeal. They, the other side can continue to have at it. And of course, we're getting our attorney's fees clicking along. If they want to appeal, <laughs> that's just more money for you and me. We think we're I mean, we might lose. You know, see, now, if if they appeal and they win, we don't get any money and Robert doesn't get any money. So <laughs> we're hoping Now, then sometimes they'll say, hey, will you guys settle for 50 cents on the dollar? And, of course, then we say, let's evaluate our strength of our position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think in this, in this case, I would advise my client. I haven't talked about it because it hasn't happened yet. I advise my client, no, you pay it all or we take our chances at the Court of Appeals.
2: All right. Well, Bevis Shock, thank you so much for joining us today and, and giving us this important update.
1: Thanks, Sarah. I look forward to talking to you again soon.
2: St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio.